I am opening the show with a brilliant idea. Oh, you're taking my word. I'm taking your word. Say it properly then. Brilliant. Brilliant. It is brilliant. Here's my idea. Now I have gotten, I said this on the show yesterday, I have gotten so many um, high energy, oh, I'll call it passionate opinions about the mad minute. Um, and Jeff, you have to, we have to pause right here because I, I will be, I, I did, I did not know what the mad minute was before. You did not. No. And I just think for a point of clarification, if you're in camp, Jeff, if the mad minute is new to you, I just caught a glimpse of what the mad minute looks like mm -hmm. because I have a feeling Callie's going to make me participate in the mad minute. Um, it's basically a pay an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper mm -hmm. filled with not complex, but there is a large quantity of math problems, right? Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not there's calculus no, or anything. Yeah. There's no, the, there's, it's addition, subtraction, division, multiplication problems. Yeah. And, and it's just a page filled with them. And as I understand, you have one minute to do as many as you can. That is true. Okay. So if you're not familiar with the Mad Minute, there it is. And it gave me tremendous anxiety when I was a kid. And um, I have realized now, and not because of the Mad Minute, but I need, the way my brain works, I need time to process things and pause and then speak. So I need to think before I speak because I was not gifted with that magical thing where you can think on your feet very quickly and do things like the Mad Minute. That said, Jeff has not taken it, as I mentioned. So I thought, you know, my therapist told me forever ago to take the power out of things that scare you or make you upset. So there are people that either have been traumatized by the Mad Minute and are adults now, or there are kids that go to school and they are so wound up and scared about taking the Mad Minute. So I thought that Jeff should take the Mad Minute on the show because for everyone who is either going to school scared of it, has a kid that's going to school scared of it, or you have some, you know, unresolved childhood issues like me, we can all claim our power back by Jeff taking the Mad Minute and I will, you know, talk us through. I will be the commentator and we will make it funny and not scary. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for teachers. My name is Callie Dollar, and <laughs> this is a horrible thing to go with this. I'm grateful for therapy. <laughs> I, Some, sometimes teachers and therapists are one and the same. That is so true. I did last night. I did, or the night before last, rather, a Q&A thing on Instagram. One of the things that somebody posted, because I, I do like ask me anything or tell me a secret. I am amazed by what people tell you. The secret, I didn't get a lot of secrets the other night, but the one that stood out because of the number of responses that I got was a woman who said, I am 40 years old. 
I've got three kids. I have a fine job, but I shoplift for fun. And her husband's a lawyer. Oh yeah, her husband was lawyer. Yes. So or so maybe her my husband has a good job. I don't know, but she shoplifts for fun. And I posted it and I you know made a funny comment about it, like whatever you know, mom of the year or something. I think I posted and then just moved on. When I got up the next morning to check my messages, of course there were people going, "I can't believe that woman," or like responding with the shocked face. But there were more. The fact that there was even one, but there were probably four or five messages from people who all had friends who had, who do the same thing. <gasps> no. Yes. They're all women, like moms, married moms who shoplift for fun. And like two of the, maybe let's say I got four messages or five, two of them had, the person had gotten busted. So oh like, my, okay. There's so much to unpack here. Number one, wouldn't you, if I told you that I secretly did that, wouldn't you be upset? Do you secretly shoplift? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I don't think that I could sleep at night. I was talking to one of my friends yesterday and we were talking about how we're bad liars. And part of it is because we just have that, like, we would be so stressed about, did they see it on camera? Did they get it? Did I, whatever, what if I took that and then the store owner can't afford to replace it or what I, I, I cannot, I, I could not sleep at night. I would, would be, you be so the, upset. Would you be the person who, if you got out to your, um, car from the grocery store and you saw at the bottom of the car was a case of soda that they didn't ring up? Would you go back in yes. and pay for it? I'm sorry. Have we met? <laughs> okay. But yeah. So um, if you found out that about one of your friends, would that affect your friendship? I, you know what? I, I don't know. I mean, I think I would like, why? First of all, I think, and I mean, we could spend a long time trying to analyze it, but we're not qualified therapists for anything. But if that's what you're doing for kicks, like for your fun or whatever, there's something like there's some, there's, there's a, a misfire in your brain. There's somewhere. a need, not necessarily a misfire, but an unfulfilled need for like danger or risk that you're trying to fulfill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're not getting something somewhere else in your life. And so this adrenaline rush of, I don't know what you're taking, taking a t-shirt from old Navy, this adrenaline rush, you know, fills that need. So I don't know that it would be a friendship changer because you're not. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, here's the, I don't know. Here's it's a, the other issue that I would be, the reason I would be upset if it were you, the reason it would upset me is because of how embarrassing it would be when you got caught. That's the other thing is like, you're, if. So it'd be a pride thing. Yeah. It's like a pride thing. Like it's not the example that, well, maybe it's the example you want to set for your kids. I don't know. But if you get caught, is that worth risking your job? Is that worth right. risking? You know what I mean? Like I would probably get fired for that. Yes. Um. So is that all worth it? Like what's the cost and is that worth it? And my next thing is, do you taking something, my dad is going to be fired up about this because you know how my dad feels about stealing. Yes. 
I, do you walk through your life totally unaware of the repercussions to other people? Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, I do you that- not have an awareness of the people around you? Like, are you stealing from a small business? Are you going into old Navy and stealing something, but that's going to throw off the person that's been working for 12 hours and has to close. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, I just, I don't, I can't imagine just being so, Oh, I'm bored. So I'm going to do this. And cause it doesn't just impact you. Right. I'm so fired up about this. I know. Like, furious Matt. And the funny thing is, is when I saw it on your Instagram, I wasn't fuming mad, but now I'm fuming mad. Because you thought it was just a one-off person who's like, ah, that person. I think it's incredibly disrespectful. And to be a person, a privileged person to do it because you're bored and not because, you know, there are people out there that do that because they need to or whatever, you know, I, I don't think anyone... The fact that you might be walking into The fact into that you're is, not stealing food from something, you're stealing because you're bored, like get a right, hobby. Right. So, so does that, oh, I'm mad. does that mean that you dislike me because I stole your heart? <laughs> wow. Yeah. You robber, thief, you. A couple of questions regarding this mad minute before mm-hmm. I start taking the test or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, number one. Are you nervous? No. Number one. <laughs> If, because there's nothing at stake. Like, what's at stake? Your ego in front of. Thousands of listeners. Yeah. Would your anxiety be different if you knew that the mad minute was coming? Like, if your teacher said to you. It would be worse. Tomorrow, if if the teacher said every Monday is mad minute Monday. Yes, it would be worse. And I would be going home sick with the stomach ache. Are you just, are you one of those kids who are like, I'm not a good test taker? No, no. Okay. Although I'm pretty sure my parents said that a couple times, but no. Kelly just doesn't take good tests. Um, I just think that I, my focus, I'm just very distracted. Let's be honest. I did not know that that was a medical issue until much later in my life. So I did not have the help that uh, I needed, but also it wasn't really around when I was a kid, to be totally honest. And for clar- a point of clarification, you're not answering these orally. Like you're not going around the no, room and no, shouting no. out the answers. You're just working privately at your desk. Right. And, but you have to have it turned upside down. Yeah. And then as soon as the teacher start, as soon as I start the clock, then you start. Okay. Now I have given you three. I've printed out an addition one, a multiplication one and a division one. Yeah. And I think I, if it were me, I would start with the addition one because that, you know. Well, I'm not going to take all three. That's terrible broadcasting. No, you can, you can either choose or you can start easy. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's one minute. So pick which one you want to do. Which one do you think is the hardest? Division. Then that's the one I want to do. Okay. Now. Now. um, I'll toss you a pin. I do not have a number two pencil, but I really wish I did. Do you have the answer keys? No, it's all up here, baby. It's all in my head. No, I'm not going to grade them on the air. That would be bad broadcasting. Well, it's going to be, it's just a matter of how many I get right. I'm not going to answer it if I can't get it right. Oh, you're going to leave a blank? Yeah. That's your strategy? Yeah. Because what, what is this testing? What is the mad minute testing? Um, I think it depends on who you ask. I think there was a teacher that messaged me the other day that was telling me um, that it's intended for like time management. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I think the strategy, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> you you seem nervous for someone who's not nervous. I think the strategy, well, I'm gathering up stuff to write on. I think the strategy is to to skim 
all of the problems and then uh, to skim all of the problems and then find the ones that you can answer quickly. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that is a good strategy. I I had not thought of that. Um, do you want a notebook to bear down? I think I'm good. Okay. Now it's turned over. Okay. It's right here. Ready, set, go. All right. Jeff Dollar has turned the page over. Two divided by two is one. Two divided by eighteen is nine. You got to write it down. I have to what? be. I have to oh, have something we'll start to Start the clock over. No. Nope. I'm only going to answer them if they're right. So you got to start the clock over. See, I don't want to write. I don't want to write him down. Okay, and now he's covering it up so he can't see. All right, let's start it over again because I'm a nice teacher. And I said him backwards. It's not two divided by mm-hmm. whatever. It's whatever divided mm-hmm. by. So because I, I, I know that there's some math teachers like, what? No, it's not. It's point six. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three, go. Two divided by two is one. Eighteen divided by two is nine. Twelve divided by two is six. Four divided by two is two. Fourteen divided <laughs> by two is seven. Sixteen divided by two is. Eight. You're not writing them down. <sighs> You have to write them down. Three. You're not following Five, four, nine, one, seven, <laughs> eight, nine. These are all twos. These are so easy. Well, you better not waste your time. Yeah, I'm not going to skip it. There's the multiplication <laughs> one. You are. Okay, start the clock over. <laughs> I am such a nice teacher for letting you redo this. You know, well, in life, Jeffrey, in li- in life, sometimes you don't get second chances. Life never hands you something <laughs> so easy as an entire sheet of paper divided by two. Don't look at it. You got to turn it over. There, uh, it's so easy. Oh, that's the one you already did. Yeah. Well, I was going easy on you. I should have picked a harder one. Tell me when to start. All right. Ready, set, go. Two times two is four. Two times Write three it down. is six. Seven times All two directions. is 14. 10 times six is 60. One times eight is eight. Five times one is. See, if this were me. No, keep keep going. I want to. I Listen, I want to help the kids. You can't do it. You can't do it. If I'm the kid. This is what Jeff Dollar does when he doesn't know how to do something. I, what are you? De- you're deflecting. I'm not deflecting. I can do this entire page. Where's the addition one? I'm going to do the entire page in a minute <laughs> silently. Start it. Ready, set, go. <laughs> so confident we are. He is self-proclaimed to bad at math. So I don't know. I mean, I do find it a little interesting that you are only doing the. What are you doing? He's like making a circle. Are you drawing on the page? He's like going around. He, clearly, I'm he's doing not the doing perimeters in first. Order. Why are you doing the perimeters for this? Is why teachers would be like, what difference does it make? Well, I guess it doesn't, but I feel like you probably had a teacher that was like, why, why, why? And this is why Jeff Dollar has been successful, kids. Listen up. It's because he doesn't do things like everybody else. How much time do I have left? I can't tell you that. I'm just going to tell you when it's over. You don't get to budget your time. You don't get to see the clock. You just have to, you know, do what you can. You're very noisy. Mm Mm-hmm. Life is full of distractions. Pencil down. I got the entire page except for two. Which one stumped you? They didn't stump me. I didn't get to them. <laughs> it's four plus four and nine plus eight. So here's my advice. If you have, I did 58 of them. There were 60 on this page. I did 58. It's not bad. All right, listen. You, do you think you could do the multiplication ones? Because I honestly was looking at some of those and I'm like, I still don't know what seven times four is. Is this, this is terrible broadcasting, isn't it? Seven times four is 28. No, me just taking a test for a full 60 seconds. Oh, no. 
I'll just, you know what? I'm just going to do this entire page. You time me on how long it'll take me to do the page. Do it that way. All right. Okay. Ready? I'm going to go. Set. Go. <laughs> you. He says he's not stressed, but his face says he's stressed. Intensely focused over here. Lily is chewing on her paws. He looks like he might be nearing the end. There was no strategy on this one. <laughs> he seems to be going in a row, and it looks like he's nearing completion. He also had to stop, pause, and think about that one. I'm going to... Wonder what that one was. Was it seven times four? I wonder. Am I supposed to keep going? Done. How long did it take? One me? minute, one second. Oh, see. That all. Did you get them right? Which one did you get them up I on? I saw you pause. The nine. There's a nine times seven threw me off for a quick second. What is nine times seven? 63. Um, oh, that's a tricky one. Here's the thing. Kids. If you have to do this, here's what you want to do. For whatever reason, multiplication, I always crushed it at sevens. I don't know why. Really? That's like, that was always the hardest one for me. Seven, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49. I have 54. I, it was just so, wow. for, for whatever, 56, sorry. It was just so easy for me to do this, the sevens. Yeah. I have no idea why. So if you have one that you're easy at, like, I would almost suggest scanning the page and looking for those sevens. If you have one that stumps you, like nines always threw me off. I was shocked to find out they still do. If the nines throw you off, then uh, skip the nines because you want to go for quantity. You want to go for quantity with the ones that you absolutely know that you're, you're right on. That's a good strategy. Yeah. So Did you ever take the – you took the SATs. Yeah. Did you do well took on them? them? Took them twice because Wayne Strolley beat me the first time. What did you get? I don't know. It was a different scoring system back then, but it was high. I think the highest was like. When I was in school, it was a 1500. For some reason, I think mine was a 1200. But I don't remember. Mine wasn't that high. You got a higher. No, my, the, the highest score. Oh, the highest score I was I think was a 1200. But yeah, I don't remember what I got. Anyways, I crushed the mad minute. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone in person at all, and you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Jeff and I are huge fans of therapy. We've both been seeing therapists individually for over a decade now. Not only has it helped me through the darkest, most difficult times of my life, but it has definitely made me a better person, a better coworker, and a better spouse. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com upside. 
That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Again, that is betterhelp.com slash upside for 10% off your first month. I love to save money. Love it, love it, love it. And if you tell me there's a way to save money that doesn't cost me any time or cash, I'm all about it. That's what Honey is. Honey is a browser extension that you install on your computer. And when you go to check out at any one of your favorite shopping sites, Honey scours the internet and plugs in a promo code or a coupon code into that little box, saving you money. It does it automatically. It works with like 30,000 or more online stores. I've saved money on shoes. I've saved money on clothes. I've saved money on tech equipment. And it's so simple. Plus, it's absolutely free. So I would highly recommend you today installing Honey on your device. If you don't already have Honey, you could straight up be missing out on free savings. It's free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're going to be supporting this podcast, but you're going to be doing yourself a huge favor. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com slash upside. Years ago, I saw an article about a healthy cereal that tastes like traditional kids cereal. And I immediately thought, no way, not a chance. Well, you know me, I have to try things for myself. So of course I ordered it and I ordered the frosted first and seriously, Magic Spoon was love at first bite. Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free, and I promise you, it is delicious. You can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside and enter the promo code upside at checkout to save $5 off your order. Again, that is amazing cereal without all of the junk in it. Try it. You're going to love it. Magicspoon.com slash upside and use the promo code upside to save $5 off. Today's quote of the day. Challenges are gifts that force us to search for a new center of gravity. Don't fight them. Just find a new way to stand. Today's three random things are brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. My first random thing is... According to the United States Department of Agriculture, the official definition of a sandwich is at least 35% cooked meat and no more than 50% bread. I disagree with that. Why? Because is- You like extra meat though. No. Is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich not a sandwich? Well, I think that's getting a little nitpicky. What I was thinking is people that barely put restaurants that barely put any meat and then have so much bread. And you're like, why is this a bread sandwich? I um, I think that this definition is related to either last week or the week before it was National Hot Dog Day or something. And the debate came up, is a hot dog a sandwich? I hate that debate. So what's your vote? Is it a sandwich? No. According to that definition, though, it would be, right? Because it's... According to the definition, yes, it would be a sandwich. Is a taco a sandwich? No. It's cereal soup? (laughs) No, but that's like an oddly philosophical question that I don't know how to answer. Yeah. So, deep thoughts on the upside with Callie and Jeff. 
Well, here's more deep thoughts for you. My second random thing is the bushes and the clouds in Super, Super Mario Brothers. They're the same thing. Oh, They're really? Just different colors. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, is this the old school, like the original Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, I think so. It just said Super Mario Brothers. So I just thought that was funny. And my third random thing is E. The letter E is the most common letter and appears in 11% of all English words. That's why if you're an OG Wheel of Fortune watcher, you know that in the final round, they used to not give you the E. And then R-S-T-L-N-E. Yes, everybody. that's what everybody would ask for, those letters, because they're the most common. Now I think they automatically give them to you, and then you get to pick more. Interesting. Yeah, like so when you get up there, so if you played Wheel of Fortune, if you were on the show 20 years ago, totally robbed because now they make it super easy. Yeah. And those are my three random things. I want you to go back to your single days. I just have a quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can include me in this, in this question. Mm -hmm. Were you ever asked out on a proper first date? Yeah. Okay. A lot. Why? By who? Well, b- uh, by you. I was. I think. Um, by my boyfriend before you. Yeah, I had proper first dates with all guys that turned out to be boyfriends. Um, what was our proper first date then? Well, are you asking the shady side of us or the real side of us? Because I would say you asked me to go to that movie thing with you. Not a, not a proper first date. Didn't pick you up. Didn't drop you off. Not a proper first date. Oh, did we not have a proper first date? That's the thing. Do you, but you went on a ton of dates before me. Yeah, but I'm not asking, I'm asking you. Women, most women of your age, like Mm -hmm. most women, uh, I forget what the study was. I think it was like 25 to 39, maybe. Mm -hmm. Some some demographic of women that you fall in, uh, like, 50% 50% of them have never had a proper first date. That's kind of a bummer, but also I do feel like... The boyfriend before me, what was your first date with him? My first date with him was to, oh, Whole Foods and... Whole Foods? He asked you on a no, date? No, he didn't ask me. I asked him and a, I was like... That's not a... A proper first date is the man asking the woman. Oh, um, well, after that, I'm. Oh, no, no, I, I'll take that back. Cause no, a proper first date. Is when could, they pick you up, they're dressed, they no, showered, they were, they're wearing their nice shirt. Could be a woman asking a guy, but it wouldn't apply in this case. It would have to be you being asked on a proper first date in order for it to fit the study. Why does it have to be a first date? Because that's this, what the study said. Well, okay. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm feeling like that's the case because of the advent of us learning how to date in social media land. And I say that because I feel like now, and maybe this is not right. Well, my argument doesn't make sense. I was going to say that now people are way creepier and you have to vet people more than you would. So I think people in my generation, because we were the first ones to have dating apps and stuff like that. I just feel like people are a little more cautious you can than vet. they were before. That doesn't make any sense though. You can still vet them. 
even I would call it a proper first date if you. You think people are lazy? If somebody, I think people just. Or the art of the date has been lost. I think the art of the date has been lost because I think people now date. Let's scratch that. Art of the proper date. The, I think people date friends. I think people date coworkers and there's, there's never any proper first date. It's like, Hey, let's all hang out as a group. And then once the relationship starts, like, what would you say our first date was? We went back and we made one up. Remember? Kinda. The concert. We said that'll be our first official oh, date. Oh, yeah. We went to a concert. Although I'm was- pretty sure at that point I was sleeping at your house. So you didn't have anywhere to pick me up. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I think we've, I can't remember if we joked about this on the show or if it was something that we talked about while we weren't recording, but do you think that the folks at Delta Airlines are mad that the current nasty version of the COVID virus is called Delta? Yeah, but I think they're probably more mad because we did a uh, news story yesterday that Delta is not the number one airline anymore. No, who took their place? United. Really? Yeah, and I was like, is uh, that ba- is that based on customer service? Is that like an overall? Um, it wasn't the world's best. It was the nation's best. Delta, I feel like it's been number one for ever, ever for a gazillion years. Well, you know what? This would be good for him. It'll get him. Okay, USA Today. It'll get him fired up. For American flyers. Why can't I find it? I think if that's the case, then they should change the COVID designation and it should be the United. Like, that should be an honor that you get. If you're the number one airline, you get diseases named after you. <laughs> so it should be the United, what do they call it? Variant. It's the United variants now. Or I think at least in Atlanta, that's what we should call it, out of respect to Delta. In Atlanta, we fly Delta. It's just what we do. Oh my God, these teachers, these upside teachers are phenomenal. I had childhood anxiety. Well, I mean, I guess I had anxiety, just didn't know what that was. I didn't know how to name it as a child. Where were these educators when I was going through school? They are brilliant. I am so amazed by any educator that stuck it through 2020, 2021, and bravo, bravo, bravo. I am amazed by you. And even the ones who retired and quit, (laughs) I honor you for giving it a shot because what a couple years we're going through. We love y'all and love you too, Callie and Jeff. Bye. I love data. I love facts. And here's a fact for you. Refinancing your credit card balances can lower your interest rate and save you money. It's simple 
math. You don't have to be a financial expert to do it, okay? Just understand this. The average credit card rate in the U.S. is over 19% APR. That's insane. You can save money with my friends at Lightstream. Get a credit card consolidation loan with a rate as low as 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. That means the interest you save is going to be staying in your pocket. The rate is fixed. It's never going to go up for the life of the loan. And you can get a loan anywhere from $5,000 to $100,000 with no fees. You can get your money in your bank account the day that you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they offer. To get the special interest rate discount and save even more, you've got to go to lightstream.com slash Upside. This is exclusive for Upside listeners. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR. Include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions do apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Lightstream.com slash upside has all the information. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I just want to say thank you for partnering with Honey. I recently added Honey to my browser and I saved over 50% on my wedding invitations on Minted. I somehow got the employee discount. I don't know how it happened, but I'm not asking questions. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you for advertising Honey. It saved me a lot of money, and I'm so proud to be a part of the Upside community. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Lindsay. I was just wanting to call in and say, yes, I believe you do consider Dada as um, Ellie's first word. She, um, I know the pedi- I know our pediatrician has always said um, if they say Dada or Mama, they like to hear, or the pediatrician likes to know when they said it, and that actually is considered their first word, even if they've said it, even even if they only say it once. Um, so yeah. Congratulations. She said her first word. I believe that's official. I hope you have a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Um, I'm calling your response to episode 628 when you're talking about the mental health of Simone Biles and how we can help our kids and things like that. Um, In our county, here in Coweta County in Georgia, we do have mental health professionals in our school system. I know that for a fact because my son is bipolar, um, and he does have a a psychologist that he sees twice a week in school. Um, Now, it is through, through, you know, the counseling services outside of um, the school system, so we do use our insurance deductible and things like that. But there are so many programs, Elevate, um, you know, yeah, communities in school, all of these co- programs that are within our school system where students can seek help when um, they need it, including mental health. So just want to let you know that they do have those opportunities out there. This is at a high school. I'm not sure about on the lower levels, but um, anyway, thank you so much for sharing, uh, sh- shedding light on this situation. Have a great day. Hi, this is Cindy again from Cartersville. You guys are making me call a lot this week. I'm a speech pathologist, so listening to what you said about Ellie and Dada, babies are going to produce consonants from easiest to hardest. So they start in the front of the mouth, they go to the back. Um, Of course, there's some variation, 
Um, it becomes a meaningful word, like Callie said, when there is intention behind it. And when you start to see it being meaningful and used by her and in indicating that intent. So they learn that, though, by you applying meaning to it. So if you are always associating Dada with Jeff, then eventually she is going to spontaneously look at Jeff and Dada is going to come out. And then you're going to start to see other um, sounds and words that she's going to form. So it's exciting. It's fun. But yes, hate to burst every father's bubble. That's why most babies and parents say their first word is daddy. You have only ever seen yourself through photographs and the mirror. You've never seen the way your smile beams from its edges every time you talk about something that you love or the way that your eyes light up at the sight of sunrises or coffee or puppies. <laughs> so the next time someone tells you how beautiful you are, don't question it. Because although you have never seen it, it's all that they know and they've been amazed by it every single day.